0: Love. I got a testimony, I got to tell him what God did, what God did. I'm calling God the homie, he took me out of the mosh pit I will contest the phonies, separate is and God's kids I got to spread his words. So I'm going to show you what the God is The word is my weapon, I move like a general Hello everybody and welcome to today's installment of Walk With Me uh, I'm your host JJ, it's so good to have everyone here I I really do appreciate it. I. Can't say enough um, how much I appreciate you downloading and taking an interest in your uh, in your salvation and, and just going on this journey um, towards salvation. Um, it's just I, I, it's just awe inspiring to see the amount of listeners growing. I I it has nothing to do with JJ. It's not JJ's voice. It's not JJ's personality, but this is all about the word of God. And I really do appreciate how many shares this is getting, how many uh, someone just recently shared. It's like 100 people. So amazing. I really do appreciate that. It's, again, it's not about JJ um, and, you know, it's it's just about, you know, applying what's in the Bible. To your life today, and there are a lot of lessons and, and everything. If you're new to the podcast, you can always go back and listen to previous episodes. Um, and if if you also new if you uh, new to the podcast, remember we have one rule at this podcast. If there's a if I give you out a, a single scripture, it's basically for the um, essence of time, and that means we are all required to read a uh, verse, um, or maybe not required, highly suggested, I'll say it that way. Um, we are highly suggested to read the verse above, verse or two above, verse or two below, or preferably the whole chapter. Why is that, JJ? Because context is very important. Context is vital. There are reasons uh, why... God says things when he says it and how he says it. And, you know, it's just very easy to take a one or two scriptures out of context and and build an entire doctrine on it, uh, build an entire uh, theme on it. And we see a lot of people doing that, people who do it intentionally, people who do it unintentionally. Before we go any further, we got to talk about our sponsors. Yes, it's sponsor time. Uh, one of our sponsors is Exquisite Creations. Uh, she has Tumblr. And she she is getting ready for this huge event in November. And I'm sorry, I don't know the name of that event. Uh, but she's getting ready. She's going to have so many Tumblr's there. Uh, she is on most social media. Uh, and we also have True Bars, Lyricist, who does the music for the program. A big shout out to him. He's also... On his journey. We all three of us are on this journey, as well as all of you on this journey. And I do really, 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 really appreciate it. But there's so many podcasts out there. Podcasts are a thing these days. But you guys are taking a few moments out of your day to listen to this one, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. But we're gonna go right into our um, our journey for today. We're gonna go ahead and take this walk. Now, um, where we left off last time is the fact that Lot was sitting in the gate and he saw God and two angels coming to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And we, we talked about, you know, what sitting in the gate meant and how Lot had apparently seemed to have lost everything. So, but there was still one thing that lot still had and there's a, a bit of a redemption story in lot uh, a little bit of a redemption theme in Lot's story so we're going to pick it up back with genesis 19 and 15 and remember this is just when god is arriving to sodom then genesis 19:15, when the Morning arose. The angels passed that Lot, saying, "Arise, take your wife and your two daughters, which are here. Let not be consumed in the iniquity of the city." Now let's go back just a little bit and talk about really how bad Sodom was, because we don't really talk about it these days. Because some people might, um, some people might be a little offended about you know what Sodom and Gomorrah was really about the the level of uh, debauchery the level of of sin was so bad and of course you know God God's eyes are in every place beholding the evil and the good we know this but it was so bad that it, it kept God's attention how bad what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah was the, the everyday, the day to day was so bad and God, when God arrived with his angels God was inside the house with Lot and the people, the men outside were trying to break the door down to have sex with the angels, and how do you know this? Because the Bible clearly says that when in the Bible, uh Sometimes they use words that we um, that we think about differently today. But when they use them in a certain context, they say a certain they say a completely different thing. This word is the word. No, we uh, talk about it in the beginning of the Bible. You know, Adam, know your wife and bear children. We know what that word. No, means. We are fully aware of what that. No, that word no means. It's not, hey, I know this person over here. They're a great person. And then pop, a child comes out. That word generally means a physical intimacy. Um, and just to keep it PC, it's, it's a, is there a physical intimacy that produces children. And we all know what that means. It's, you know, it's intimacy. It's, it's a sexual relationship. So when you take that word, no, and then you... You know, compare it to what was going on in Sodom, that men were breaking down the door to know these angels. And the fact that Lot turned around and said, hey, I have two daughters, two pretty much grown daughters. And uh, they've never been with a man, which says something completely different kind of like on the slide, but I won't touch it right now. These are completely grown daughters that have not known men. Why don't you get to know them? And the men's out there said, nah, we don't want them. We we want those two men that are in your house. That is a pretty condemning situation. Of level of debauchery, so you kind of the Bible really gets into exactly how bad it was in Sodom and Gomorrah and in fact in Genesis 19 and verse 4 this is where it starts um, before they laid down, we're talking about Lot, God and the two men that came, the two angels that came with God, now the, the people of Sodom did not know that these were angels which says a whole lot. Lot knew, and Lot didn't have a particular relationship with God, but the people of Sodom and Gomorrah did not know that these were angels. They thought they were men, quote-unquote very beautiful men. And in, in 19 to 4, it says, before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, come past the house around, both old and young, and all the people from every quarter. They came from all... Over the city, they came from everywhere. It was like uh, watching stars come, and how people just flock around and, and and just kind of press them on every side. And they called unto Lot, verse five, and they called unto Lot and said "Where are the men which came into you into thee this night? Bring us out unto us that we may know them." Again, we're not talking about. Hey, I know, I don't know, big of a star. I know Jamie Foxx. And we're cool friends. We're great. We're, you know, we're friends. Or I know um, Harrison Ford. And wow, this is a great, this is great to know this guy. No, no, no. And the reason why we know this is not the case, because of what happens directly after that. Verse 6. Lot went out of the door and shut the door behind him he didn't leave the door open because they would have rushed the door he shut the door behind him and he said I pray you do not so wickedly lot knew what they were saying the angels knew what they were saying and the men knew what they were saying and this is very important to know exactly what's going on here and especially remember now this, this is about applying everything to today so we have this situation where everybody's trying to break the door down basically to have for men to have sex with angels. And and how is this how do you know this? Read verse 8. Behold now I have two daughters which have not known men. Let me bring them out unto you and do to them what is good to your eye in your eyes. Only these men on un, unto these men do nothing for you. Therefore, they come under my come under the shadow of my roof let me just you know kind of walk that through I got some pretty daughters here and they haven't been with any men even if they're ugly daughters they haven't been with any men so um why don't you just take them and do whatever your heart desires to them do you know how 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 crazy that is that Lot was willing to offer up his two daughters to this whole crowd of people to do whatever they wanted to do to those daughters and that makes the next statement even even crazier and they said stand back, verse 9, they said, stand back and they said again, this one fellow came in to search on and he will needs be a judge now we will deal worse with thee than with them and and then they said if you don't get out of the way not only we gonna do what we gonna do to these men that came into your house we gonna do even worse things to you what Like, how how sick was this crowd? And in verse 10, well, the end of verse 9, they pressed sore upon the man and Lot and came near to breaking the door down. And the man, the men put forth their hand. Now, these are the angels now. The men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door and they smoked the men that were at the door of the house with violence both small and great so they worried themselves to find the door so that kind of tells me that Lot wasn't even in like a regular house Lot was in like a little apartment in a little apartment building that they could not go into through the window or anything like that they were literally all Lot had was a little door and these people wore themselves out trying to find the door to break the door down to have their way with those angels. I mean, just imagine how sick that was. And they had no idea what was happening. But that was the reason why God came, quote unquote, came down to Sodom and Gomorrah. I want to see this thing for myself because this is really bad. But God already saw it. God just went down Because God will visit you right before he judges you. And that is a a lesson that we sort of skim over. Because we don't like to be judged. We just don't. And and people don't like to be judged because when you're judged, you're judged because you're wrong. The only difference between being judged and being praised is the thing that you did to elicit that response. What are you talking about, JJ? Okay, listen. If you go into a burning building and save a a child, a puppy, and three goldfish from the building, you're praised. Oh my god, that's you're such a great hero. This is is this not a judgment. Because they're taking what you did and they're evaluating you on what you did. Okay, this is the equation. They're taking what you did, they're taking the situation. And they're evaluating you based on your actions in the situation. You have burning building. You have you. You have going into the building. You have rescuing of people out of the building. The action, the person, the situation. And then they say you're a hero. Well, this means you're being judged to being a hero, right? And I know I'm getting a little bit off topic, but this is very important. But if you take any of those three things that we talked about, you, the situation, and what you did, and we change any of those things to where we say, you went into the store and you stole something. Um, You stole, I don't know, honey buns or something. And then you walked out. And then someone says, hey, you are wrong. You have the assessment of you based on what you did. You the action, what you did, the assessment of you. I know it's it's a little bit of a I'll say it again. You, what you did, the situation and wait, you, the action, the situation and the judgment of you. Either a you, there was a burning building. You went in there and you saved everyone and you, you walked out and now you're a hero. But if you went, you went into a store and stole something and walked out or took something that didn't belong to you and walked out to call you a criminal is also a judgment. It's still an assessment, but people will call that judgment. It's not actually a judgment. It's just telling you what you did. Judgment is what happens after that. In the first scenario, you're a hero. Right. So now, as a result of you being a hero, we're going to give you the keys of the city. We're going to we're going to worship you. And this is your judgment. The judgment is is what comes after. Where the thief, you say you're going to jail, you're going to stay in jail for 90 days. That's the judgment, not who you are, what you did and what the situation was in your assessment of you. That is judgment. That is not judgment. That's just an evaluation of what's going on. What happens after that is the judgment. All right. Now, that being said, and this is why I take the notes. It's very important. That being said, we don't like to be judged because in order to be judged, you have to be uh, have done something wrong that you know about. I'm gonna say that again. In order to be judged, you have to have done something wrong that you knew better you knew you knew about that you knew better than to do. You know better than go into the store and steal something. You know better than lying, you know better than that. You know that's that's not a good thing to do. But you did it and now you don't wanna be judged about it. I don't wanna be judged about it. No one wants to be judged about it. We get defensive, we 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 kind of, you know, we, you know, we just kind of. I, I don't judge me, but it's okay to praise you, right? Even though praising is judgment. Okay, but so I did go off the rails there. So we're gonna get back to where we were, we were originally talking about. God came down to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, but before He did that, He visited them and this will happen to all of us as well God will visit us before he judges us and this is it, true in your everyday life this is true in um, at, in your job this is true in your interpersonal relationships this is your, the true in your spiritual relationship and sometimes and especially in this case here, God will deliver a mini judgment as kind of a warning that a bigger judgment is coming. What are you talking about, JJ? The men that came to um have their way, quote unquote, with those angels, they got a mini judgment. They got blinded. And that was kind of like a, a mini judgment as a warning to what was really coming. All of those men that was outside the door kind of break lock the door down never saw the, the big judgment come because they were blinded. Okay. They could not find the door. So when the next day when the morning when when the sun came up, and it probably rose just like any other day, it was probably a beautiful sunrise, you know birds were chirping and everything. The angels pass Lot. Because now it reveals, the Bible reveals that these men were angels. Okay? The angels pass Lot saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters which are here lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. The angels didn't even tell Lot exactly what was about to happen. But, sometime, somehow, Lot had remained pure in all of this, Lot had not, even though the city had basically robbed him of everything, there was still a reason for God to save Lot from that city. There was still a purity in Lot that was good to, that was that made it worthwhile to go down and save Lot. And this is true even with us today. Even if sin takes everything that we have um, You know Being around We can still remain a little bit pure Uh, We may still have a a small section of purity To where God will still come and visit us And save us And he'll knock on the door And will say Come on You gotta get out of this situation Because this situation Will get you consumed This situation it's about to get a whole lot worse than even what even what you know it to be. This is about to get really, really bad. And when that happened, Lot took his wife and his daughter, and we know the deal. Got uh Adam I'm sorry, not Adam. Lot took his wife and his two daughters, and they started to flee the city. Those men that were blind never knew that Lot left. They never knew. They were still trying to find the door. It, Lot was walked right out in the midst of them and left. And I imagine most of those men would probably fall had probably fallen asleep from exhaustion. And, and I wonder I, in the book of J.J. I wonder if anyone had actually seen Lot in the the two angels and the daughters and his wife leaving going huh I wonder where they're going I wonder I wonder if I should follow them I, I mean we say this all the time We and we say as black people we say if we see somebody running we're going to run too and not even ask questions we're just going to run and then find out hey why are we running later so, it was said a long time ago, we were talking about horror movies. And we said, you know, you see like two people running, just running, just running for their life. Everybody else just starts running and not even knowing why they're running. But I wonder if somebody looked out there, looked out the window and saw um, Lot, the, his two daughters, and his wife, and these two strangely beautiful men running out of the city. And sat there and said, huh, I wonder where they're going. Uh, man, these religious people, these quasi-religious people, these religious people, whatever. You know, they're they leaving the city. They never left the city before. But I, I, I wonder where they're going. I wonder why they're leaving. It's uh, just, it's just being crazy. And I, I somehow, I wonder, and this is also in the book of JJ. Somebody says, somebody said to the person asking that question, oh, um, well, they, they're probably leaving because, well, they just don't like you here anymore. And people come up with a lot of erroneous judgments on the fly because they have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, they don't like you here anymore. They're too good for us. Ah, let them go. And if someone had just followed them, they might have been saved too. On that note, we are going to wrap it up today. I really do appreciate it. It's kind of an exciting story, even though it's tragic. We're going to really get into uh, the judgment that happens uh, on our next, our next session. Um, and exactly what happens when you're not fully committed to leaving your situation that God has told you to sin for. So we're going to wrap it up today. I really do appreciate everyone joining, everyone listening, everyone sharing. The people who have done so. If you don't, if if you kind of shy, you don't want people to know that you're on this journey. That's okay. That's fine. Don't don't feel like it's something that you have to hide. Or if you do hide it, don't feel ashamed for hiding. It's it's just one of those things that. Uh, when you're on this journey, when you're doing this thing, it's, it's something that you're doing for you. It's doing something you're doing for you, your family, your life. Because once we know what's in the Bible, once we know why it's in the Bible, the, the importance, the relevance to it, it it begins to make life a lot easier because you understand why they say Bible is stands for basic instruction for life. I've heard that said so many times. It's really great, but um, it's good to understand exactly what's in the Bible and why it's there. On that note, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Love you guys so much. See you on the next session. And God bless. You. Yeah. True. Jesus, Jesus. Everything I've been do give me your reason. Me your reason. I got this spread a little of the words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do give me your reason.